Hello and welcome to the Learning to Be Human podcast. My name is Christopher and I'm going to be your host today. I'm going to start us off with a little quotation and this quotation is one that you may have heard before. It's a very popular quotation and this one comes from Teddy Roosevelt. It is the man in the arena. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Once again, that is by Teddy Roosevelt, our previous president. And the reason I wanted to bring this quote up today is to really dive deep into insecurity. And especially insecurity pertaining to relationships. When I was single about a year ago, There had come a point in my singleness in which I had entered a period of confidence in myself. I intentionally took a year off of dating. Um, I actually took a two-year celibacy vow for myself, and I didn't date anyone, and I didn't sleep with anyone for two years with the intention of reconnecting to myself and really finding out who I am on a deeper level. And it came to a point where I became comfortable being single. And beforehand, it was more difficult for me to be single. It's easier for me to be in a relationship, even if that relationship was unhealthy, than it was to be single. And so I found myself in a place of finding comfortability in my singleness, which was great. It's what I set out to do. And I recognized that there was now a wall of fear in relationship. And that wall of fear was there because, well, several reasons. Several, several reasons. For some reason, that word was very difficult for my lips to say. It was difficult for me because A, first and foremost, just the fear of getting my heart broken. That's always a, you know, a valid fear when it comes to dating and relationships. The fear of intimacy, the fear of revealing myself to somebody and having and letting them into some sacred parts of myself. Um, There are many fears that were associated with this and also just the fear of, you know, rejection, the fear, the basic fears of abandonment. And So I'd seen that now my internal work was actually in relationships. It was no longer in the realm of singleness. And so because of this, I had now chosen to enter back into the realm of relationship. And it has been absolutely amazing. I'm now in one of the healthiest relationships of my life. I'm extremely grateful for the partner I'm with at the moment. And one of the reasons that I'm extremely grateful is because of the insecurities that she has brought out inside of me. I'm grateful for our love together, for our joy, for our our adventures together. And I'm also extremely grateful for the challenge to my security and confidence that this relationship has always brought. Now, in the dynamics of masculine and feminine relationships, the feminine is going to test the masculine to find out his sense of security. Is he for real? Is he capable of protecting her? Is he capable of truly cultivating a safe and healthy, 
presence in the relationship. And as soon as the feminine finds an insecurity within the masculine, she tests that. She tests that, she tests that, she tests that, she tests that, she tests that. And if he keeps failing, she will keep coming back and she will keep testing it. Because she needs to know that if the universe throws a similar test towards that man or that masculine entity, then that masculine entity better be able to handle it. And she knows if he fails her test, he will also fail the universe's test. So in this way, she exposes his weaknesses in an attempt to help make him better. And so within the relationship in my own life, I've noticed that there are some deep insecurities that have now risen to the surface. And insecurity is a super fun emotion to play with. Insecurity, to be without security, to be in a state of fear. What I notice about insecurity inside of myself is that there is a pocket inside of my stomach that starts clenching up in insecurity. I notice that when I'm insecure that my partner shuts off emotionally towards me. And that makes me even more insecure. And so it's this strange sort of pinging back and forth of the karmic nature of our relationship, yet it is causing me to go deeper inside of myself to stand with a deeper ground of security for who I am. If I am not able to hold a sense of security for who I am inside of myself, if I am not able to father my own inner child, how can I one day also father a child? Right? And so in this way, I'm learning to deepen my sense of security, to become the father to my own inner child, to become the father towards that part of myself that is insecure. And it's scary. It really sucks. In my particular relationship, I'm younger than the woman I'm dating. And it has brought up some deep emotional insecurities inside of me surrounding finances and money. And I just graduated college last year. And I look around on Instagram, I look around on YouTube, and I see all of these thumbnails and success stories of these 21-year-olds, these 18-year-olds, these individuals who are my age who are making millions of dollars. And it makes me feel insecure. It makes me feel as if I am somehow not doing things right, as if somehow my journey isn't valid, because in some way I've attached myself to the comparison of these other individuals. And with that attachment comes suffering. And I know that this isn't, it's not true. I know that my real worth has nothing to do with my finances. And I'm, I'm learning to hold that security within myself. And sometimes it, it is difficult. For instance, when you're playing the fun game of how am I gonna pay rent this month? That can be a little bit difficult to hold security inside of yourself and hold security inside of a relationship as well. And so in that way, it, it really emasculates me to think that I'm not able to support myself. I'm not able to support my romantic partner at times. Um, and so I've really attached myself to the narrative that in some way I must be a provider. And I really do think that there is honor in being able to provide. And it really makes me feel very insecure to know that in some cases, I'm not able to provide that at this time in my life. And it makes me feel that because she's older, that there are perhaps better options for her. And so it makes me feel bad that in some way, perhaps maybe I'm holding her back. Or she could be with somebody who is able to financially provide for her and take care of her in that regard. 
And I know that one day I will have that. And actually that day is most likely going to be coming pretty soon here with comfort zone retreats. But the whole premise of this is that it doesn't have to actually do with the financial situation that I'm in. That is the external projection of an insecurity that is rooted within myself. Because if my internal and external worlds are the exact same, that means that if I am to change the internal, the external will reflect. So what that means is that I must find security within myself in an insecure situation that I may be perceiving. And it is through that sense of security that I can provide to myself that my external world will then change. I will then be able to take appropriate actions. I will then be able to reflect a sense of security to others, opening up opportunities, opening up different avenues of revenue. And really at the end of the day, a huge part of this too is just knowing my own self-worth. Really discerning Am I the money that I make? Am I a number in my bank account? Or am I a human being? Is this all just fictional, made up mind stuff? Is this all just an illusion that I've fallen into and trapped myself with? It's really interesting. I was speaking to a psychic uh, a couple months back and I was having a reading done and something that she mentioned was that I was holding on to a scarcity that one of my ancestors had picked up during the Great Depression. And so to just acknowledge that these traumas do carry from generation to generation and perhaps this scarcity that I'm feeling, this trauma that I'm feeling, this fear of not having enough that I'm feeling might have been my grandparents who actually in that situation might have died. Whereas today, I'm, I'm going to be okay. Yet there's still a part of me that emotionally is held on to that reality of not having enough, that reality of there's a scarcity, that reality of the Great Depression. And because of that, there's an insecurity that has manifested itself inside of me. It's a generational trauma and a trauma that I've you know, cultivated within my own life that it is now my responsibility to work with and to heal so that I can pass on to my kids a future that does not have this trauma. And I really do think that that becomes our responsibility for the future generations is that we must heal ourselves so that we don't pass on what was passed on to us. And hopefully over time, through that perpetuation of generation to generation, we cleanse ourselves, we heal. And so within the context of the relationship, what a blessing it is to be with an amazingly powerful woman who brings out and ignites these insecurities inside of me, who ignites this competitiveness within me. Because now I get to see where I am still clinging to my attachments. Now I get to see where my ego feels insecure, where I need validated, where I still need to be seen by myself. And so in this way, the relationship becomes a mirror for where I get to love myself more. And that is the sacred union of a relationship, is that now the relationship becomes a mirror. And it shows, it shows me everywhere that I am not loving myself. And it becomes my practice now to learn how to give that part of myself love, to learn to become the father to my child, to daddy that child inside of me. Thank you all so much 
for listening. I very much appreciate the attention to this podcast, you spending time and taking time out of your day to listen. And if there are any podcasts you'd like me to speak on, I'm open to it. Feel free to DM me. The Instagram link is down in the bio, Christopher underscore Linkenbach underscore. The last name is a little bit hard to spell, so do your best. And I will catch you guys in the next one, right? Take care.